Cue up the song again. Country music song. Uh, baby, something I'm gonna find you. And I'll give you my gun shake milk powder. Popeye the milkshake man. Do you feel stupid saying it the way that it sounds stupid? Spend the day just to smell your breathing. I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. Coiffed swooning hair. Yeah, just get, just dip it out of the toilets. Okay. It's always it's always interesting when we on this show when we start recording and I just I get to see myself and my my hair. Oh, I'm I'm looking at myself and I'm all greasy and flaky. I got a lot oh. of a lot of skin issues going on here. I think I got another zit coming in on the side of my nose. Oh, okay. That never stops. I'm 42 years old, still good. Yep. And for me, I just see a lot of forehead. Like, oh, you constantly got, seeing. You got an eight head. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I'm not liking it. Not liking it. And I don't put anything in my hair anymore because the more I put in my hair, then the more you can just see it thin. Thin. So here it looks fuller, but not because... It's like my... You, I mean, you've got the... I forget what they call that. You've got that. The the, the two sides. and that, But that's yeah. okay. That's not bad. You've got kind of a Peter Weller thing going on. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're um, you're all right. Hey, okay. I, I see some, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but I've seen some very popular, very young actresses, uh, very hot, but they also have this thing where they have this giant, like, ten head piece that just, it just goes straight over the front. That's why they always have bangs, because it, oh, like, even your little groove here, it's further back than that. See, I got a little, okay. a little bit. So, yeah, it's just a thing. So I'm saying you're good. You're good. And okay. I mean, look at look at this. At least, I mean, I got to keep my hair short now because I have so much gray. And it just comes yeah, out. I don't like, have that much gray. I'm older than you and I I don't have that much well, gray. One day you'll hit puberty and have facial hair, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. But right, as of right now, it's just a little bit of. I wish you just pu- just let it yeah. go. Just let it go. Just, oh, it's just it. It's gonna. It would come in like just young Amish boy peach fuzz. I love it. Let it go. <laughs> uh, uh. Frozen that shit. <laughs> yeah. I just. I would. I'd like to take you know, facial hair and just put it. Just just get it right right in here. <laughs> no, no, that it's fine. That part's not. That, that's yeah. fine. But you remember when you know when I used to have the dangles hanging down and like the dangles. Oh yeah, my hair would be dangly. Like yeah. greasy, oh, yeah. dangly, hang. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to say I don't miss those days, but I think I had just slightly a bit more hair then. And Yeah, but you had like, what, another 70 pounds on you too? Yeah, so. exactly. So Potato, pota- potato, potato? Yeah, potato, yeah. Potato, tomato, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Hey, interesting thing here. Last night I was... Um, I was at uh, martial arts, and uh, there was a new guy there, white belt. And I always liked when there's a new adult white belt, because I'm like, I was there. I'm like, I was that, I was awkward. And it's like, oh, there's a bunch of kids, and then a couple adults, and I'm an adult that's stuck with a bunch of kids, whatever. And 
I'm up a rank at this point. Like I'm one of the top ranked people in the class. And so when we, it's jujitsu week. So when we broke off to do our stuff and I, I'm learning some new stuff this week, submit some submission moves. And so the guy I was partnered up with, <laughs> here, we oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> so it's called the mouse trap series. Oh, uh, okay. Let me talk slower. Uh, oh yeah. Lots of bending arms and, Monkey gripping body parts and <laughs> is that like uh, the uh, Dutch rudder? <laughs> yeah, it's well. Yeah, you, when you monkey grip, then you get a really good, tight, hard, firm grip, and they <laughs> tell your tell your arm falls asleep, and then it feels like a different person. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so the instructor got this new guy to to sit in with us, um, which I kind of I kind of appreciate because it was almost like you guys are the high ranks. You teach, I'm busy with the kids, you teach him what he needs to know. And I think that's cool. Like, that's when we are officially at that level to where we are now teaching new people. Well, and your, so we your were, mentality is a lot like mine. You see a new guy come in that's a little bit older, you would, I, my instant reaction would be to, I got to take this guy under my wing. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I can tell he's awkward and I'm like, and so we got him over and um, uh, immediately, you know, we start like, okay, we're going to go over your stuff, you know. It's totally fine. Like, welcome to the class, whatever. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, I'm a police officer. And uh, he's like, you know, I have a little bit of training. Uh, but he's like, you know, when I came here, he's like, I'm, this is my like third or fourth class. He's like, when I came here, he's like, I wanted to do something that covers everything. And I'm like, well, you're in the right class then. I said, there is a jujitsu class, but they do jujitsu. There's a kickboxing class, but they kickbox. There's an MMA fit, which is... Well, that's what you do. That's your, that's your CrossFit stuff. Um, I said, so if you want to learn a little bit of, <laughs> look, at this, look at this, buddy. Oh, coming, hey. Coming along. Yeah. Oof. I'm getting swole, son. <laughs> but anyway, so this guy, so we start rolling around doing our, <laughs> doing our thing. And I mean, this guy, I'm like, oh, he'll be fine. Like this guy is completely made out of rock. Yeah. He's very, very strong. So very quickly, he already was at like very basic stuff that we were teaching him. Um, and then he was like, Hey, he like, you guys are learning your stuff. He's like, just do it on me. Like, do your submission <laughs> stuff on me. Like, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Do it on me. <laughs> um, so we did it on him. <laughs> and then that was the end of the class. A little, a little early, but. <laughs> dot dot so we did it on him <laughs> oh and there are a couple times where I'm like I'm pulling back and I'm like dude tap out <laughs> I, and I'm like am I doing this am I doing this wrong <laughs> but I'm like no he's just really strong he's able to withstand my <laughs> thrustings <laughs> my you know my my monkey grips and my <laughs> my pulling back and oh it's like you gotta <laughs> <laughs> you got to get really, really intimate, really fast. Because <laughs> I actually, I had to tell no, him. No, when like, you're no. monkey gripping a stranger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like, I'm like, no, I have to, like, you okay? I I got to lay on top of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making this up. I this. Oh, I, like, yeah. I believe you. I believe every yeah. word of what you're saying. Yeah. I said, so I have to, you know, get into a gable grip and get in uh Yep. So I said, I'm going to slide my arm over your head, and then I <laughs> push back. And it's always good uh, to 
have consent. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of consent and finally got him to tap. Like, all right, mission accomplished. He tapped. <sighs> how how was... I rolled off. And... <laughs> Lit a cigarette. And... Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, there is just no easy way to talk about it, especially jujitsu, because that is all about being in each other's guard. And <laughs> oh, taking top mount and... Uh, monkey grips <laughs> sliding into second base yep <laughs> when you do that that's when you slot that's literally when you slide it's explain it to me <laughs> up, oh my like, god up into your butt is pretty much right into their armpit up into your butt that's what yeah. i heard <laughs> and that's how i'm doing how are you but i'm sore i'm to wrap things up i am sore um i'm still recovering from uh, a little bit from last week's crossfit it was well, it was after we recorded. It was uh, Wednesday or so. And, man, that one, it was a lot of kind of cardio-based kind of stuff, and it really fuckered up my knee bad. It was oh. just, it was me and the wife and the trainer, and that was it. Uh, because I presume everybody else looked at what was on the uh, schedule and looked at the temperature outside and said, fuck that, like I did. And my wife was like, oh, we're going, we're going. I was just very clear I wasn't getting out of this one. So we went and her and the trainer did it. And the trainer was somebody, it was a girl that I graduated with. So she's my age, but she's been doing CrossFit forever. They did it. And I did the first half of it. And then I half-assed everything else for the rest of the thing. But there was so many different positions. I don't even know what they call them. Positions or sets or... They have this whole terminology that just, everything about it irritates me. We're doing this, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. And then they show me, and I'm like, all right, we could just call that a lift, but we're going to call it a, a fucking monkey paw, whatever whatever yeah. the dumb names they come up with for the, it's like, why is it so cliche to everything that everybody says about CrossFit? It is exactly that way, and it's ridiculous. Um, so I, you know, half-assed it. By the time we were three-fourths of the way through it, it was now due... 20 burpees. And I was like, how about five push-ups?" Well, and I was like, yeah. here's, here's your five push-ups. done. I'm out. Yeah. Because I was, I was already like seeing stars and ready to pass out and couldn't breathe. And uh, we were already manipulating everything that we were doing anyway. I was like, I don't, I, I don't give a shit. I don't understand people that are like, Oh, I have to do this. Oh, this is the schedule. This is, I have to do it. Or they're, you know, they're saying, come on, you can do it. I'm like, no, no, I can't. My knee is shot. I can't do squats. I fucking hate squats. Squats are the worst thing in the world. I absolutely hate it. I'm six yeah. two, six three. I can't do squats. And, uh, you know, the first round, we were just doing it with a piece of PVC pipe over your shoulder. Just kind of squat. And so I'm trying to squat, and I'm like, okay, just, just do it. Just get through it. And I'm going down to where I think my uh, upper leg bit is horizontal to the ground like uh, i think that's low enough and the trainer's like mm, mm, your form uh, why don't we we'll get this box over here and that'll show you how low to go I'm like all right when your butt touches the box you're squatting low enough cool uh use the box now i'm not squatting an extra six inches down low like they were saying i wasn't going far enough no i was going way too far and you oh. know but I'm working out with two people that are like five three, you know. They, uh, squats are nothing for them because they don't have as far to go. 
my wife brought over a, a exercise ball and I was like, I am not squatting down to that. That is my ankle. That, that's not a squat. That's. Th- do they give you, so they give you a crap though when you don't do no, it? No, no, they're not, not really because they, everybody there knows I absolutely hate it. So <laughs> they just stay out of my way, kind of. I mean, the box thing actually helped quite a bit because then I wasn't squatting near as far as I was before. I'm just going down. Okay, yeah. this is how far. Good. But then they. Okay, now. Uh, oh, I'm. I'm not kidding. There was like twenty different variations of reps and squats and stuff that time. It was awful. Uh then the one thing there, uh, the one set of squats towards the end, they're like, "Oh, take a bar and put weights on it." And the men have bars and the women have bars. Do you know about this at all? I, no, huh? I don't know any anything about anything, so this is all new to me. Uh, like a dumbbell bar. That yeah. You, okay. Well, the men there are men's and there are women's, and the men's are forty five pounds, and the women's are thirty five. And like they're they're already kind of heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like now we're gonna put weight on them. And then I want you to hold your arms up like this, all the, like, I'm just, I'm just making it small here so you can see where my arms are, but put your arms way up above your head and then do a squat. Mm-hmm. Nah. While holding, while holding the bar. Yeah, hold the bar up like this and then do a squat all the way down to that sitting position back up. And I mean, I moved down about six inches. I was like, nope, not doing that. Can't do it. I'll fall over. I, I, nah. So yeah. I was like, I can put this on. I can't balance it. I can put it on my shoulders. Is that okay? Yep. I, I was only courteously asking permission because uh, he's like, that's what I'm going to do. And then honestly, the last couple rounds of squats, I didn't even do. I was like, no, I'm done. And then it was, oh, now do box jumps. Or, oh, the men oh, have I to, know that. Yep. The men have to jump up to 30 inches and the women 20 something. I was like, nope, I'm already wearing my knee brace. So I was just doing step ups and even, even that I did half of what the wife and everybody else did. I, I was like, my knee is shot. And, and for the, uh, here this last week, I mean, there've been a couple of times where I've just had stabbing pain in my knee. I'm, I'm, uh. I totally, am going to have to have knee surgery at some point. The skateboarding, 20 years of skateboarding just killed it. Yeah. So at some point I'm going to have to have knee surgery. Uh, I can how, just How tell. many people are in the class? Like, is there a lot of people? Oh, it was just me and the wife. That's I, it? Just you two? For that one? Yeah. Ooh, it's not a scheduled that, thing. It's just whoever okay. shows up shows up. It, it's to me that makes it infinitely more like at least in martial arts, the bigger the class, the less intense it is. That's just because the instructor does not. It's I don't know. It's just oh, it's, it's the different. it's the opposite way for me. It, the the less people that are there, the less that I'm crap I'm getting. Oh no! It, see the less because yeah. over there we're you know when uh, we have the the power class uh, where you're doing strength training. Um, and this was another, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, partner workout. So I do 10 reps. She does 10 reps. I do 10 reps. She does 10 reps. Then we move on to the next thing. Hate it. Hate it. I hate it because then they're waiting on me. I, you know what? I'm supposed to do 10. Here's your five push ups. Have a good day. Yeah. I'm, I don't give a shit. That is interesting, though, how like because it is different with what I do. The less people there are there, and if I see, I'm like, oh no, there's only six people in class tonight. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be br- it's gonna be brutal. Like on the strength training days, they they're all trying to up each other on how much weight they and, can, you know, and, and so, yeah, that's so, CrossFit. Yeah, that's so <laughs> the days when they're those people, none of those people are around, then it's just us. It doesn't matter. 
<sighs> and they were all like my wife and, and the trainer later were both doing more weight than me. And I did not give a shit. Yeah. I, I, I have no pride when it comes to these things. I yeah. really don't. It's. Hey, I'm not in CrossFit. I, I see what's going on beside me sometimes, which it's called MMA fit at, at our gym, but I'm like, Mm-mm, no, no. There's our kettlebells and your. Yep. We did kettlebells that day too, but it was yep. grab one and just kind of like fling it up above your head and kind of back down. You know what? Those reps I can do all day. Uh, they wanted us to do, oh, 40 chin-ups, you know, so you do 10, 40. well, you do 10, your partner does 10, then you oh. do 10, then your partner does, or however you want to split them. And I was like, my wife can't do chin-ups and I don't want to. So we do these, there are these rings hanging off a pole and you just lean back and kind of pull yourself in like that. I could do those all day long. Doesn't bother me a bit. And that's what we do. I, I yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, this is going yeah. the way that I told you it's going to go because I am me. I, I will do exactly <laughs> what I know I can do without absolutely murdering myself. And that's going to be it. Yep. And on the other side of that, I'm I like, we just got the house roof done. I've been ripping gutters off the house. I'm ripping the, I ripped the awning off the front porch. Like I'm doing all this shit around here. So you get tired. I'm mean, so you're already getting a workout in. Yeah, before you go it's to cross hot as all balls recently. Uh, today has been good, but yeah, it's been too hot. I, I that's my biggest problem is I get overheated, and then I get dizzy, and then I can't breathe, and then I throw up because yeah. it, it, it's just been and, yeah. crazy hot. So forget that and and angry. Oh, that's kind of every day. It's my secret, Eugene. I'm always yeah. angry. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, since our last, uh, yeah, I, I, just to wrap things up about martial arts, so I talked about my back and how I got my back injured mm. with the, with the kid. Yeah, how's it going with the, what, what should we call him? The kid? The kid. The kid. Yeah. How's it going with the kid? Uh, so since our last taping, uh, that evening I went to martial arts for my class and, uh, my instructor came up to me immediately. He was like, so how's your back? I'm like, it, it's going to be fine. I said, it, it still hurts, but I checked it out. Like I checked it out this morning with from a chiropractor, and she was like, "You got a, an injured bone. It's going to heal. There's nothing major, damage wise. You're good. You're, it's going to it's going to be a couple weeks, and then you're going to be 100. percent And I can tell every day. It's like I I feel it, but it's I can tell it's nothing major. It's healing. It's going away. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, just so you know, he's like, when he's going to be here tonight, he's like, um, he's like he's doing push ups. Uh, he's like, you don't get hurt. You don't get hurt in my class. Um, uh, you don't deliberately hurt someone in my class. Uh, he's like, lucky for him. He's like, if it would be back in the day when the original, uh, the original founder of the company <laughs> passed away from cancer. No, I know it's gone. It's gone. He's like, he's like, if he would still be around, he's like, he'd be doing pushups the entire class in front of people that in the entire class, he would just be doing pushups all, all class. He's like, but he's going to be doing pushups when he gets here. It's, I, I don't want to say it's a form of humiliation. It's not, but it's a form of, it's discipline. Yeah. You, you're yep. going to do push-ups in front of everybody. <laughs> um, and he did. Uh, and then he came and apologized to me. You know, I'm sorry that I, you know, was a bit too aggressive and, you know, that I, I hurt you. But yeah, the instructor was, I could tell he was calmly pissed about the entire situation that it shouldn't have happened. And it happened on his watch and he did not like that, which, you know, and I told, I told the instructor, I'm like, look, I'm in my forties. I said, I'm not in my twenties anymore, so you know. Well, and you're not doing this to to 
uh, it's not like you're doing this to uh, because your ambition is I'm I'm going to start fighting in mixed martial arts yeah. for the tournaments. You're nope, doing this not, for like, not at all for exercise and self improvement. It's not. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it right there. And to defend myself if I need to, but it's like I'm not here to whip someone's ass. That's not why I'm doing this. Right. So anyway, but. He was humbled. <laughs> oh, if, if back in the day, even in the 90s, if, if you'd, if, oh, I know what would have happened. The instructor would have been like, all right, come here. Yeah, it's it's your turn tonight. And they would have done one of these. Uh-huh. And <laughs> yeah. they would have just flat out whooped his ass. But you can't do that anymore, probably. Oh, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, I know. But um, but back in the day, he's like, he would have been doing push-ups the entire, cl- entire class. He's like, uh, and he did say that, uh, that, that sometimes to bring a student down that's like that, they have to spar with them. Yeah. So to like that. So anyway, there's the end of my talk so much about <laughs> martial arts, but that's like literally in the evenings. That's my life. Not, not ever. I mean, I just, I'm at the age and I'm at the rank where it's so difficult that I can't do it that often because it just, it takes me a long time to recover. Cause I, I'm sore. I'm like, Oh, me too. Just, I, I mean, uh, my wife is really tr- pushing for me to go twice a week and I'm like, I'm just not there yet. I've yeah. gone what five times now, so I've gone five weeks. You gotta That's let good. me. You gotta let me work my way into this. I know how this goes. Uh, so we'll we'll get there. Maybe this yeah. week will be the week, but I don't know. I got lots of other shit to do around here. Okay, we got to talk about some movies, my yep. friend, because oh, oh yes. am I dying to talk about some movies? Oh, mm, ho, ho, me too. Ho, 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 ho. Even one this morning that was watched. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was that a film? Was that was that a? <laughs> Let's go to the roulette. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Oh, on this episode of the roulette, it is gunpowder milkshake up against a classic horror story. And I'm up first. Gunpowder milkshake. And I humbly request that that is the last time I will be saying that movie by its proper title. Same here. Uh, three yeah. generations of women fight back against those who could take everything from them, if you say so. One hour and 54 minutes that felt like, hmm, I'm 12 hours. Uh, no good. I, I heard bad reviews about this one, but I thought, ah, with the, with the trailer, I'll bet at worst I'm going to be kind of at a meh. I'm not at a meh. I did not care for this film, sir. Uh, a lot of the performances were mostly okay. I didn't really have a problem with most of the performances. Didn't like any of the shovel full of shit that was put in their mouth for them to say. I felt like it was written by middle schoolers. This will be a cool one-liner. No, no, it's not. It wasn't a cool (laughs) one-liner 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Uh, But you said it again. Uh, We've heard that before. Don't, don't say that. Please don't say that right now. Please, God, don't say that. Oh, you said it. You fucking said it. Uh, green screen. We had green screen out of our, uh, anuses. Um, and not used in any sort of subtle or decent way. Uh, including at the very end, I guess, spoiler, maybe, uh, a certain car ride to wrap up the film. And it just looked like, uh, we got somebody on the bumper to rock the car a little bit while they're just on a green screen of something. Um, nope, nope, did not like this movie, did not care for this movie, and I, my first warning sign was about ten minutes in when we're sitting at some diner, and you're three hours late. You're three hours late. 
and she still had this milkshake in front of her that was perfect and pristine and beautiful. Uh, while the diner was sitting inside of some green screen stage somewhere that has the most beautiful sunset perpetually happening all the time. And for whatever reason, we got to meet there, and it's some kind of gangster place. And I didn't understand anything that was going on in this movie because I couldn't focus on it because I didn't care because I hated it because it was like, uh, shoot 'em up. Reminded me of shoot 'em up a lot, which I also hated. Um, this is, uh, I don't know who this is for, but it, uh, it was not this guy. So there you go. I'm done. I'm enough protein powder cock shake. Uh, uh, over to you. Um, so should I give my thoughts on sure. on gun shake milk cream? Sure, not? sure. Um, I hated it. I probably hated it worse than you. I loathed it. Like I flat loathed. I hated every single character in this movie. I I I wanted every lead hero lady murdered. I hated them. <laughs> I hated their dialogue, and they're good actors. They're 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 fine actresses. I mean, we have got. Lena Headey, Karen Gillian, I hated her in this. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, they're fine actresses. Uh, Paul Giamatti is good, but not in this. Everybody is awful in this. Awful. There was one good uh, shot, though. Remember that one good shot I told you about? Um, it's in the where the the, where the guy gets the yeah. guy gets hung, or I don't. Oh, a guy gets hung. I don't remember that. Uh, and the. <laughs> It just leaked right in one brain hole, right out the other. Uh, th- uh, there was a shot in the diner towards the end where they all three show up to rescue her or whatever. Oh but it, yeah, but it was a very interesting shot because it was slow motion and it was panning left to right. I just okay. I, I didn't know how they accomplished that shot because everything was kind of in slow motion, but it was also this very long pan from one end of the building to the other with a lot of action happening in the middle there, I was like, I don't, I don't know how they did that. Uh, so I, it gets at least one point for that shot. And that's <laughs> probably about it. Oh, oh no, like how... two points. Cause Carla, Oh, my Carla. She was, she was great <laughs> as a librarian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you, you, you like how, you know, uh, Lena Hetty's character, the mom, which she, they're what ten or like in real life they're probably what twelve years apart in difference sure. in age. Yep. But her and the daughter they like they reconnect after fifteen years. And why did you leave me? And then like almost the next scene, Lena Hetty's character is cracking wise and just making little. They're they're making snippy comments to, at each other like, oh, this is like, this is like lethal weapon now where they're buddy cop type type thing going. I hated this movie. I hated the stupid green screeny high def camera type filmmaking. It didn't even look like film. It looked like the most expensive digital camera you could use uh, with crappy CGI. And I kind of wish I, I had taken notes on gun shake milk powder, but I, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I forgot to. And, and now I can't even remember some of the stuff that I was griping about. There was a guy in there that was like, nothing he does makes sense. Paul Giamatti uh, was idiotic. Also in Shoot 'em Up, you get a better <laughs> you get a better agent, dude. Like for real, this is a garbage of yeah. the highest. Oh, order. the and the doctor, the doctor guy injects injects hero lady with numbing things in her arms, and so the little girl tapes guns to her hands or something. I my god, it, I it was so it was that. so <laughs> it was so lame, 
And I'm like, who is this appealing to? Because not me. I'm I mean, guessing. So she can't use her hands because they're completely numb, but trigger finger still works good. Oh, yeah. Trigger finger. Yeah, and she's able to flop her. Fling her. It was, <laughs> it was so stupid. Okay. Well, it was so stupid. Your homework assignment for the next week is to rewatch Shoot 'em Up because I, yeah. I want you to come correct on that <sighs> piece of shit. Because after this, I'm like, like I, I remember really liking that movie. I, I, <laughs> I watched it twice in one day. I watched it once. And then my roommate came home, aunt, probably listening. He will attest. I was like, you, you gotta see this. Like, I got it from Netflix DVD screen, like the DVD thing. You, you gotta see this. Like, let me know if I'm insane. This is awful, right? And the whole time he was like, this is awful. Like, it's awful. I hated it. It's, ooh, oh, it's right up there with protein powder. Gun, oh. gun, gun. Cow gun jizz, I know, yeah. Oh, and just John wicking it up. Oh, everything about the but movie. But you kept saying that in text. I didn't really feel it that. Because I, I didn't they, feel like most of their shooting stuff was cool. No, 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 no. But just like, here's here's our location where all the guns are. Hidden hidden in books because we're cool. And I'm not kidding. The last 40 minutes of this movie, I watched in about 10 minute increments. Because I, <laughs> I would watch it and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. And then I would quit and then I'd be like, fuck. I still haven't finished that shit. Yeah. Oh, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up at five in the morning yesterday morning, and I'm like, the first thing in my head was like, oh, I have an hour left of that movie. It was oh, endless. Could you uh, seriously? It, I don't think it's extreme to say you could cut a half an hour of that out of that movie. Pretty oh, easy. easily, easily. And there was stuff going on all the time. It wasn't like people were just standing around. Like there, it was an action movie, but it was just such a bad action movie. Just I didn't care about anybody and crack and wise and bad dialogue and awful, awful. cliche dialogue one-liners yeah. awful yeah that <sighs> um oh, we're gonna get into oh. more stuff we gotta keep a uh, classic horror story was it classic okay classic horror story uh okay so first off this is there's a dubbed and subtitled on netflix this is an italian horror movie from 2021 hour and 35 minutes uh, in this gruesome suspense film, strangers traveling in southern Italy become stranded in the woods where they must fight desperately to get out alive. You know, for unique, something a bit different, this one fits the bill. Um, I liked this movie. My biggest problem, and it's a big problem, is the dubbing is absolutely atrocious in this. It's so bad uh, that it takes you out of the movie. So if you decide to watch it, I mean, I'm sure it's going to play better in Italian. It's got to because it was, I'm like, this is bad. But I'm like, I just, it's Netflix roulette And I'm like, ah, I'm just, I don't want to read subtitles right now. So it's, there's some, some, there's some suspension of disbelief in the movie. It's a horror movie. But I'll tell you, the end and how things are wrapped up is pretty darn witty and cool and I don't want to compare it to Cabin in the Woods because it's not near that good, but it has some similarities as far as meta horror, if that makes sense, or just flipping things kind of on their head a little bit, uh, which I think is really cool. And there is some incredibly graphic, gory parts in it. Um, I liked the characters for the most part, but again, the awful dubbing made everybody just sound like a complete idiot. Uh, so take that what you will. I mean, it's, 
it's a unique movie. Um, I just I don't know where you would fall on this. It's should I keep it in the queue? I think you should. Uh, but I don't know if you're going to watch it dubbed. Or, I mean, I don't want to take any responsibility. If you watch it dubbed, I mean, it take it took me out of the movie. Uh, just with the bad acts. I mean, oh, I, were, I I watched one of those this. Uh, I watched two thirds of one of those this week where the dubbing was so awful. Yeah, because oh, the movie was horrible. Oh my god, I wish you would watch that movie. It was so bad. <laughs> I couldn't even finish it. But anyway, yeah. But what did, I think I gave this three, three and a half. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't make it that much of a difference if it would be in its original language. If I would have watched it in the original language, but. Uh, I, it's one of those where I don't want to say a whole lot. Uh, once things take a turn for the worse, there is culty stuff involved, kind of. Uh, man, it's weird. Like, it's weird. And even like some of the, the character motivations, I'm like, ah, that doesn't really work. But I'm like, but I'm listening to them discuss this stuff and it, I'm wondering if it's losing some of it in translation with mm-hmm. the dubbing. I know what you mean. So, I will probably watch this one again, actually, uh, but definitely watching it with the uh, subtitled. Gotcha. So there you go. It was it was better than the other one. Oh, I'm hearing kids <laughs> on your end now. Just random nothing noises. Okay, next round. Uh, coming my way, we've got the Star Chamber. Check this out. Pretty cool cover, I think. Oh, that's old school there. Do you know... Are you familiar with this film? I oh, don't yeah. Know. I've I never watched it. I, but don't, I, I don't know anything about it, but... Uh, Vigilante Justice takes the law into their own hands. And then I look at the back and I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Michael that Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yep. 1983. Vicious criminals and sadistic killers are running rampant, fearlessly preying on whomever they choose with no fear of punishment. They know that they're caught. Slick lawyers will get them off scot-free, but using obscure by using obscure loopholes to put them back on the street again. That's all I want to know about it. Sounds good. Uh, another, I picked up a gem. Look at this. Oh, cool. CBS Fox release of Batman the Movie on VHS. I have never watched this whole thing. I've only watched like the first ten minutes. So I figured I'd toss that up there. Why not? I should get around to watching that. And lastly... Inherent Vice on Blu-ray. I've put this up before, but a PTA movie, uh, Psychedelic 60s, Joaquin Phoenix, Josh Brolin, Owen Wilson, Reese Witherspoon, Benicio Del Toro, Jenna Malone, Maya Rudolph, Martin Short. It's on the list. I got that for a buck at Dollar Tree, by the way. If you don't stop at your Dollar Trees every now and then just to see what they're doing with the Blu-rays, they're all a buck. Yeah, that's... I got a whole season of Red vs. Blue from there. So you need to stop there every once in a while and check it out. I know. I just, I don't think about it. I know. Who does? You don't go to Dollar Tree. Nobody does. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But every once in a while, it's worth stopping in there. Uh, You. Uh, Okay, first up is a new one on Shudder called The Boy Behind the Door from 2020, hour and 28 minutes. After Bobby and his best friend Kevin are kidnapped and taken to a strange house in the middle of nowhere, Bobby manages to escape. But as he starts to make a break for it, he hears Kevin screams for help and realizes he can't leave his friend behind. So this is probably one of those self-contained, stuck-in-a-house... 2020. 
2020 COVID era movie. Uh, next up, this was on the roulette before, but uh, looks interesting. And I believe this is from the guy that made it is. Uh, I guess from the writer, maybe it's from the director of um, Inside, that French extreme oh. horror movie. Yeah, uh, Candisha. In the summer break and best, uh, is summer break and best friends, uh, Amelie. And I'm not going to say the names again. I'm going to butcher them. So they, they're hanging out and there's a ghost. They're a ghosty ghost woman thing from France. There you go. And lastly is, um, this one here was on the roulette a while ago. I just thought it sounded and looked really cool. Uh, Space Amoeba from 1970. This is a Japanese kaiju movie, I think. A space probe is infiltrated by alien beings and then crashes on a remote Pacific, uh, Island, a group of a group planning to build a resort hotel land on the island and discover it is to be inhabited by giant mutant monsters created by the aliens in an attempt to conquer the world. That just sounds probably too good to be true, but it sounds awesome. When was that so, on the roulette? Oh, uh, a while ago. Um, or not? Maybe not. Nope, I don't think so. Oh, well, here we go. Uh, can you verify that that was not made by Asylum, please? Yes, that is 1970, directed oh. by Ishiru Honda. <laughs> Boy, I really didn't want to pick that one because I don't want to do the, because I am I like the sci-fi stuff, so I immediately was drawn to that one, but I was like, yeah, if I always pick the sci-fi movie when he puts it up, then he's always going to pick the horror movie when I put it up, so I wasn't going to pick that one, but... 1970. Okay, yeah. nah. Let's go with Candisha. Okay. Let's, let's see what the because the inside was a good movie. I didn't overall enjoy the experience, but I recognize that it was a well-made film. Yeah. Uh, so let's go with that one. Let's see what Candisha right. is okay. about. I, I would like yeah. to go Space Amoeba. 1970 is a little early. Oh really? Is it? Well, like if we go 75 that... or more, then I'd be. I, I would have pulled the trigger. Okay. But. I want okay. you to I want you to keep throwing sci-fi stuff up there. That one sounds right, cool. Yeah. And we Good. we had an epic Well, I I don't I haven't heard what you think of the movie yet, but I had an epic Amazon Prime thumbs down this week, so I'm mm. I'm not I'm I I don't really want to throw you one of those. So, uh what do you want? Um I got to say that Star Chamber, uh when you threw that one up there, I'm like, "Oh man, I remember that DV or that uh, VHS box." From the good old days, so I think I'm gonna go with that one. Okay. Uh, but I, I have no idea about. It. I just know that cover, and I always wanted to see it, but it was maybe it's one of those too good to be true. Peter Hyams directed that. Oh no shit! Man, that's uh no shit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. All right, well I'm He's got into some it. good movies. Yeah, 2010, 1984. Outland. That was one of the best years for movies ever. Yeah. Okay. So is. Crime drama mystery is what it's saying on IMDb. Yeah, it kind of looks like a little bit of a lawyer, lawyer movie. Hmm. Idealistic, uh, idealistic judge, Steve Harden, Michael Douglas. His court is being forced to free... Will you shut the hell up? Don't throw up. Please? Just not now, okay? Dog's dying. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it looks like a lawyer movie. Oh, Hal Holbrook. He's a great actor. Okay, cool. I've been wanting to watch it anyway. All of these, actually. There you go. Next episode of the roulette will be the Star Chamber up against Candisha. Oh boy, I, I, I'm <laughs> just tired from the 
horrible stuff I've been watching this week. It seems like everything I click on is just garbage. Yep. Uh, well, not everything. I'll go first, and then I will kick it to you for that other review from Amazon Prime. Okay. Black Widow. Got this ah. one checked off the list. And... Uh, before I give this review, I would like to say that uh, it came out what here this week, or in the last week or so, that Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because they... Uh, I'll have to bring that up. Yeah, they they were going to release the film theatrically, but then 2020 happened, and then they couldn't quite do it, and I understand that. So they're trying to get as much money as they can, or much return on their investment as they can. I totally get that, but then they also conveniently just happen to have a streaming service where they can just fart it out onto there, which I think it's coming out later this month on on that for free. I mean, you can get it there for 30 bucks now, but it's for will be free later. Uh, and completely understandably so she was getting gypped out of money that she's supposed to get on the back end because Mm -hmm. they don't write this stuff into the uh, contracts for the streaming stuff. It's the same thing that they went through with voice actors and uh, streaming ads online, uh, stuff like that. It's just a transition into a new world where more stuff is streaming. I totally understand where she's coming from. I completely back her in her situation to get as much money as she can from the release of this film, go for it. That has no bearing whatsoever on the negative review I'm about to give of this film. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, nah, mm, nah, I didn't really care for it all that much. I, I mean, what is your problem? Shut the hell up. Shut up. Both of you. Um, I'm talking to the dogs, not the children, oh, I audience. Know. Um, it just, it, I can't even put my finger on so much of what the things that didn't work. Like I just, the whole time I'm watching them, I'm just like bored, bored, lo- at, at bottom level MCU, don't care. Uh, honestly, I'd probably put this at the bottom five, the MCU, like with Thor two and, and I, I just don't, I just didn't care. Uh, it's, it's. There were some interesting conversations when she was dealing with family, but in the middle of those conversations, they're like, oh, by the way, but we're not family, because one of us was adopted, and back and forth, and I, I, oh, and then we're a fake family put together by the Russians as infiltrators to 80s America. Like, don't care. Still don't care. Uh, oh, the parents don't get it. They don't understand why the kids are upset. Why wouldn't you not, why would you not understand that? They're, they're upset because to them it was real. They were children. Oh, but Mother Russia and bad accents and eh, I just didn't, just didn't, didn't really float with me. And then, then at the end, it's uh, it's the uh, it's the runway from Fast and Furious Six. Oh, uh, the, the thing is falling out of the sky. Well, quick, we gotta free people, and it's falling out of the sky, and we gotta jump off of the thing, and then we gotta, you know, free fall, and then we land back on it, and we're okay. And like, no, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. You'd be a splat on the side of that. Th- oh, we're still free-falling? That's cool. It's only been 20 minutes of free-falling. Uh, no problem. What? And it's not like, again, I'm looking for ultra-realism in these kinds of things, but when you have things... We've talked about it before. When you have things this over the top, it pulls you out of it. And you don't care. And uh, the kind of sub-villain in here kind of saw that coming. Kind of don't care. They kind of turned around. Still don't care. I just couldn't bring myself to care that much about it. 
I will say this about it, though. It's not a terrible movie or anything. You'll enjoy watching it. You will watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Florence Poe, I don't know how to say her name right. It's P-U-H, or P-U-G-H. Shining, North Star, beautiful, guiding light of this film. She was <laughs> wonderful, smart-ass, badass. She was fantastic in this movie. Loved her, loved her dialogue, uh, her, her, her action ability. Uh, fantastic. She was fantastic in a, 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 the whole way through this thing. And I, I, it's no secret. I mean, it's in, basically in the trailer. She's, they're, they're setting her up to be a Black Widow, the next Black Widow, carry on where, you know, uh, they left off with the other one. You know that she has, uh, she was the lead in Midsommar and, um, I'm not sure if you've seen Lady Macbeth, which was fantastic. Uh, but she was I haven't, but I want to. That's a good, good movie. Is that the one with uh, Cumberbatch? Uh, I think so. Um, Didn't he make a Macbeth here recently? Lady Macbeth. Oh, man, was she good. That was well, such an uncomfortable movie. Well, this um, and Midsommar, yeah. she does not have her natural British accent. And she has a okay. very British accent. So in here, she's Russian. She sounds more Russian than everybody else. Uh, more naturally <laughs> Russian. Where the others feel like they're putting it on. And that's saying something coming from experienced actors in this film. Uh, Rachel Weiss and uh, uh, fake Hellboy. No, David Arbor. Yeah. They're both fine. Oh. They're fine. I didn't hate them. I just... I, I don't know. Something about it was just... It's rubbing my fur the wrong way. Okay. I, I just didn't... I just did, didn't dig it. Did you... Um, oh, what was I going to ask? Do you think that this whole lawsuit thing... I wonder if this could spur some other actors. I mean, Jungle Cruise just came out from Disney. and Cruella. I just uh, wonder well, if there's going to be... Cruella. She's, she's suing too. Oh, Emma Stone? Oh, boy. Yep. It definitely will, but you know what? We went through this before with Napster. We went through this before with the the whole transition to streaming and new media. This isn't unusual. And a a lot of... uh, Here's another story that's coming out. So-and-so is suing because uh, the, the studio didn't pay them for whatever job. That's been going on for as long as there's been studios. You always have to keep your accountant up. The best accountants in Hollywood are the one that keep up on, did I get paid for that job from three years ago? And, oh, I didn't? Okay, time to sue. And then they go sue and they go back and forth and then they get their money. Kevin Smith has talked about this for decades. This this is the way that the game is played in Hollywood. That's nothing new. The whole transition to streaming thing, that's a little bit new, but everybody will get through that, and you'll, they'll come up with, the, the lawyers will hash it out, and you'll come up with a way to, everybody gets paid for your streaming rights as well. Yeah. So, uh, it's not, there are so many clickbait headlines out there right now, they're, outrage! No, no, it's not outrage, this is the, this is the game. Yeah, and I just, eventually, hopefully, COVID will be a thing of the past, uh, or at least theaters will be back to normal. And I just wonder if will we ever go back to the way things used to be? I don't think so. I think that there's always now going to be a streaming presence of some sort for newer movies. Maybe not immediate day and date release, but the window is going to be, I think, greatly reduced at this point. I agree. And they need to stop, uh, uh, in my opinion, they need to stop depending so heavily on the box office. Uh, you're you're going to have to expand. And that's just the world we live in these days. And do you grumble, grumble, I don't like it. Well, too fucking bad. This is the way yeah. it is. 
Because everything with the whole streaming thing for Paramount, HBO, Disney, that is 100% profit into their right. accounts versus, you know, taking a cut for the theaters and all that stuff. So here it's... And in my opinion, that's why it's more of a story with the Scarlett Johansson thing, because that was the theater or the, the studio that was releasing the film just so happened to have their own streaming service. So they just were like, ah, we'll just plop yeah. it over there. It's like, Ooh, you're getting double, you're double profit on that. That's some mm-hmm. bullshit right there. <laughs> so I'm totally with her on, on seeking out her, her proper, uh, uh, compensation. Compensation. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think that, do you think, I, I wonder if there'll be any backlash against her, uh, uh oh, you know, you know how studios are. They hate everybody that wants money. Yeah. That's our money. We made those movies. Ah, whatever. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm not trying to dissuade you from seeing the film. I think you should. It's worth a watch. It just would have been a lot more effective if it, it had come out when they had originally intended. But yeah. unfortunately, I know. COVID hit, and then they delayed it for, what, a year? A year and a half? And now it's like, eh, at this point, yeah, who cares? Uh, Jolt. I watched a movie called Jolt, but I'll let you talk about it first since I talked about, um, uh, Trigger Farm Cream Whip, whatever, <laughs> fucking first. Yeah. Oh, so slightly better than, than, yeah, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Cream. Uh, we have, uh, Jolt from 2021. A bouncer with a slightly murderous anger management problem that she controls with the help of an electroid line vest she uses to... <laughs> Do you feel stupid saying it the way that it sounds stupid? Yes, it's stupid. <laughs> it shocks herself back to normalcy whenever she gets homicidal. Starring the always beautiful Kate uh, Beckinsale. Automatic yeah. one point there, right? Yeah. Jay Courtney's in this being very Courtney-esque. Stanley Tucci's in this, collecting a paycheck. Didn't see the Jay um, Courtney thing coming at all, did we? No, man, me neither. Um, it's mercifully shorter than than Popeye the Milkshake Man. Po- mercifully shorter. Uh, but it's... Oh, this movie is just another squeaky clean, mm-hmm. shot in high def. Barely feels like a movie, but is... For the attention deficit fans out there, nothing. It's nothing. Just, okay, let's do the Jason Statham crank movie, but not near as good. Um, I don't know why it felt a little tiny bit like crank, uh, but again, not... Because of the shock thing. Yeah, I guess, but... Stupid one-liners. Um, she tried to be funny, and she's a great actress, by the way, but not funny. Jay Courtney's motivation was... Spoiler, I guess. Stupid. This yeah, movie stupid. is stupid. Reasons. Yeah. This movie is full yeah. of reasons. And he, so they, they are on, they're on a blind date in the beginning, and he woos her and wows her so she doesn't have to shock herself because he's such a, a innocent little oaf with big nerdy glasses and whatever. And I'm like, right away, I'm like... And then we see him, he, he's eating her out, and I'm like, yeah, you know what... Like, I bet he's going to be the bad guy. Yep. He's probably going to turn out to be the bad guy. And what's his name from uh, Snatch is in this? Uh, David Bradley, the really, really, really old guy. He was disgusting in Snatch. You remember that? He was the uh, 
left. Oh, what's his name? The guy that was feeding people the pigs. He was in this movie. Yeah, he was. The, the one like, I, no, was, thanks. I'm sweet enough. That guy? Yeah, he was the one that was sitting at the table. At the, he's like the the main bad guy until Jay Courtney's character is the main bad guy. This is how bad these movies are. I, I've forgotten them and I watched them like two days ago. Yeah, it's nothing. It's just complete artificial high fructose corn shit. It is. It's high fructose corn shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Susan Sarandon makes an appearance in it. And I'm like, yeah, for oh, reasons. Collecting a paycheck. Yeah, there was there was a day, one day. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm trying to think of anything that I liked about the movie. That she drives a nice McLaren for a little bit. Uh, that's oh, cool. uh, have you ever met anybody who just taught themselves how to drive a stick? Oh yeah, just, boom, just like that. Yeah. Now yeah. I got it. Now I got it. Especially in this exotic. Oh, <laughs> not good. Nope, nope, not good. Oh, and she just continually is kicking the shit out of this cop lady, um, and. But they somehow are, I don't know. You remember that? Yeah, she, yeah. Then it's, uh, oh, what's her name? She's uh, trans. Uh, oh, I can't remember her name. She was from, what was she, what was she in? Uh, Orange, Orange, yeah, Orange is the New Black. She was from that. I remember her from that. Okay. But yeah, she. Really good a- actress. I really like yeah. her. But. And then Detective Vickers, a.k.a. what's his name? Bobby Cannavale. He's been in stuff. Yeah. I've seen him in stuff. Ant-Man. Yeah, he was an Ant-Man. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, we'll let you go so you can do things, figure things out and still, you gotta, I mean, you gotta, I I didn't tell you a whole lot about it. I just told you not to watch it and then you did, but, uh, you gotta admit it was at least 10 hours shorter than, uh, Oh yes. Bullet dust cum shake. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, and I had to think, oh, when I was watching, I'm like, what else has Jay Courtney been in? I'm like, oh, that's right. Good day to die hard. Mm. Suicide Squad. Yeah. But see, he's good in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and he's like, even uh, Terminator Gynisis. He he's, was... he's fine in that, too. He yeah. Was, he was terrible in uh, Die Hard, but Die Hard was terrible. Terrible, terrible. It's not, yeah. you know, sometimes, uh, like with the the uh, gun, salt, juice, jerk, whatever, <laughs> uh, it's it's... I can't really fault the actors for having been fed shit to say. Cause yeah, the sh- I know. You know what I mean? Like, they're, the acting is fine. It's, the dialogue is atrocious. And it's the, mm-hmm. you know, Good Day to Die Hard's a fine example of that kind of stuff. And same with Jolt. Kate Beckinsale is fine. Kate Jordany can be fine if he's given decent stuff. Play to his strengths. Boomerang, Captain Boomerang is his strength that is Jay Courtney that is just a loudmouth braggart who drinks beer Australian go yeah. he's he's got that one in the bag uh can't wait for the new suicide squad by the way yeah um, me too me too two days two days that drops on HBO Max I'm all over it uh, I might have to resubscribe to get in on that yeah you got to watch that new uh Space Jam? Or? No, not Space Jam. Well, your boys will watch that, but... Um, shit, I texted you about it. Oh, yeah, you did. <sighs> ah, your guy. It's a Steven, isn't it? Hmm. Seagal or Miller or... No. King? Hold on. I, well, I was telling you that... Uh, uh, fuck it. Phone's not working. Fucking... 
Anyway, I want to say uh, Stephen. I want to say Stephen Miner. That's not it. Yeah, I got nothing. Son of a bitch. It's <laughs> it's some director that you love, and it was uh, Desperado guy, Antonio Banderas. Oh, Antonio Banderas. Okay, that's right. Gun yeah, Shy. I believe the name of the movie is Gun Shy. Have you? So you watched it or no? I I watched the trailer for it and good. Okay. Oh, I'm good because that looks awful. Gun Shy. Uh, is it brand new movie? Oh, there we. Olga, Olga yep, Kulenko? Yep. Okay, now I found it. Gunshy Milk... Gunshy Milkshake. Yeah, Simon Simon West, not Steven. <laughs> Gunshy Milkshake. Action comedy thriller, an aging rock star's wife is kidnapped while vacationing in Chile. Watch the trailer. Oh, you should see the trailer. That is, uh... That, that's some dog shit right there. <laughs> what do you like, Simon... Simon West is one of those guys I can never remember what he's done. He did something. I feel like he's done some Bruckheimer stuff, hasn't he? Tomb Raider, Generals, du- Con Air. There you uh, go. I was thinking, yeah. The Mechanic with Statham and Ben Foster. Okay, I'll movie. give him that one. The sequel is better. Um, you you yeah, like that? Con There's Air, a horror maybe. movie that you like from that guy, though. Uh, let's see here. Man, when a stranger calls, remake. I haven't seen that. General's daughter was mess. Tomb Raider. Didn't we see the General's daughter in the theater together? Oh, I I'm saw. Sure it, yeah, did. probably it was meh. Gunshy, Skyfire. Uh, I guess yeah. not. I thought he did uh, some horror movie that you loved. Expendables 2. That was good, I think. Okay, that's fine. Con Air is terrible. I don't know why people like that movie. Because eh, of Nicolas Cage's flowing long mullet. Some country song. God awful. Oh, and he crashes a plane in Las Vegas and that don't want to miss oh, it. for you, babe. Oh, Wild Card was good. Okay, I'll, I'll give him Wild Card. I like that movie. I'd like you to watch that movie. Jason Statham. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that one. No, you haven't. Okay. I've recommended it before on the show. You should see that what was one. The... That's, a, that's a good Statham. What was the Conair song? Was it, I don't want to miss a thing. No, no, baby. that's Armageddon. Oh, okay. they're all interchangeable. <laughs> God awful nineties oh, movies. Oh. Um It's a country song. <laughs> Something like that. And all I'm getting is... I just remember him standing on the back of that plane with the the, hair. the 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 hanger the the bridge thing down in the back of the plane and he's hanging off the back and uh, Oh, cue up the song again. Country music song. We're bringing a baby something. I'm going to fan you. And I'll give you my gun shake milk powder. <laughs> oh, I thought for sure that was a don't want to miss a gun. No, no, no. That's Armageddon. Hold on. Yeah. Now we got to figure it out. Now we're too hot committed yeah, on this. I know. Yeah. Was it like a, was it an Alan Jackson Con type Ayers. deal? Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> Because I think that even if you say the title of the song, I'll probably remember it then. Uh, you know we're going to have to play a little bit of it. Oh. <laughs> I can close my eyes just no, to Armageddon. <laughs> tiny little cookie animals across Liv Tyler's stomach. <laughs> How do I live with them? It's something that. <laughs> oh, it's the same song. <sighs> Um, how do I live? <laughs> you can't get off of that, can you? I thought it was a... Uh, <laughs> um, 
I love it. I love it. Trisha Yearwood or maybe maybe Leanne Rhymes. I'm just looking at names associated with Con Air. I think it's How Do I Live is the song, but it I'm I'm saying How Do I Live without you? <laughs> oh my god, I hate that song so much. I hate um, that song so much. <clears throat> I somehow have got the score as if there was one. We're missing we're missing something here. How do I, it might be that. Maybe it is that. How do I live without Oh my I can't there it is. <clears throat> I can't is that, get through one night with <laughs> Hold on, I got it. Okay. Oh my god, I hate I hate that I hate it so much. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Oh my god, that is the worst. Oh. I, I just remember at one point he was hanging off the back of a plane and they just, they cued it up again. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and every fucking hillbilly is just like, oh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's also what they were doing. Oh. And they go hand in hand. It's like part one and part two of awful garbage 90s country twangy type songs. It was a Con Air song and that Trisha Leanne Rhymes thing, whatever. Armageddon? <laughs> no, that was not... You're talking about Armageddon again? Well, that, they, that was that was Aerosmith, but they both kind of sort of sound the same. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that... Epic 90s. <laughs> Epic 90s that I hate. Uh, um, what, jolt. Oh, back to me. Yeah, back to you. Woodstock 99. Should yeah, we say, talk about I this? Was gonna say, yep, I was going to talk about that next. So, this was a movie about a bunch of shithead assholes who put together a festival called Woodstock. And yes, it's the same people, I believe, that put together Woodstock 69 and 94, mm-hmm. and they're awful, awful hypocrites, and I hate them, and I hope they get hit by a bus. Yeah, they're awful. Capitalist, yeah. just awful. Just terrible. No, no, we're hippies, and for the hippie movement. No. No. You were, they were complaining about people sneaking through the fence in Woodstock 69, not paying ticket prices. You're scumbags. You are not what you say that you are. Uh, whether you agree with that or not, it doesn't matter. It just They're not what they say they are. I just tried to put on a peaceful get-together. I didn't know that Fred Durst was going to start a riot. Water, $4. There's free water here and there, maybe. Yeah, just, <laughs> get, just dip it out of the toilets. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? I don't understand. I didn't, I'm not at fault for anything. Get fucked. Yeah. Oh, he was uh, awful. Awful. The main one, there was two of them, but there was one that seems to be worse than the other one. No, they're both terrible in no, my they, book. That, I, yeah. I guess the one was a bit more standoffish and accusatory. Yeah, he, just didn't, the, he just didn't address it. He was just like, yeah, it didn't go so great. Moving on. <laughs> might yeah. do another one. Seems fun. Let's have everybody stand on asphalt for four days. It'll be yeah. cool. Uh, you and I, uh, let's just reflect a little bit. You and I went to OzFest 98. Which mm-hmm. was one of the first Ozfests. 
Yeah. It was a one-day event. We drove all the way to Pennsylvania for it. Yep. Oh, I remember it vividly. Mm, me too. How did that evening wrap up? Can we just recap the last 30 minutes before we jumped in our car and fled? How did that go? It, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there bonfires in the... There was a lot of fires. I was, yes. I, I, <laughs> yes. When, Ozzy, when Ozzy was on, yeah. mm-hmm. there was bonfires. Yeah, because everybody started taking everything out of every shitter, every piece of toilet paper, every piece of trash that had been accumulating all day, all all one day. In the hot sun. In the hot sun, hot as hell. That was a locust year. There were locusts all over the place, covering everything. They just gather up all this trash. Let's just start setting everything on fire out in the field. And about halfway through, uh, it wasn't even technically Aussie. It was... uh, Was it Sabbath? It was Sabbath. So it was the original lineup. Even as epic as that is, getting to see those guys, you and I were like, fuck this. And halfway through their set, we got the hell out of there. I remember. Because everything was on fire. And everybody was pissed off, and it yeah, was not on, on cool. drugs and drunk. It was and not cool. It was not cool. Woodstock '99 was 24 hours a day. They had DJs at night, so it the music never stopped. The facilities were garbage. Awful. There was nothing terrible. I uh, I don't even really want to touch on the sexual uh. inappropriate stuff because I feel like they set up for that. Like, how did you not think that was, how did you think that wasn't going to happen? The the way that everything was set up, it, it, it was a nightmare. And I firmly put all of the blame on the organizers. Uh, they want to blame uh, the acts for riling up 500,000 people or whatever amount of people, hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people that were there. You, you put together an OzFest kind of situation. These are not peaceniks. I know. Happy-go-lovey, whatever. That's great. It worked in 94 with the groups that you put together. That was a different era, different time from 1999. And a different location. Different location. And you did a 24-hour thing. Give people a break. Nope. You got DJs going at night. So you got a rave crowd going as well. All night long. Yeah. I would be, I would be furious. I mean, that was, that was awful. Like toilets, like all the porta-pots were overflowing and people were sliding in what they thought was mud, but was shit and piss. I mean, that's what it was. And there was no water. I, that, that would be like the le- the last place that I would have wanted to be like that. That looked awful, awful. The ocean of stinky people. And I me mean, grant, we went to, we went to our fair share of shows, but nothing about that looked appealing at all. Starting right from the get go, the location at an air force base, which is like, Okay, so peace, love, and harmony at an Air Force base. I don't know. Even that was like what? Even that. Even that just shows how disconnected they are from yeah. from what they're trying to sell. And I'm maybe misremembering things, and correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe at one point there was a conversation with you and me about is this something we should maybe go to? Oh, possibly. Seriously, like that lineup. The lineup was fantastic, but then we were looking at prices and we're like, eh. And thank God we didn't oh, go. Because there was not one bit of this that was appealing to me. No. Especially that heat. Do you remember Van's tour, 97? We went to that. That was at a tiny place up in Cleveland, and that, that was intense heat. Nautica. 
hot yeah. as all hell, and all, we we just sat around with towels over our heads. Yeah, and that was what six, seven thousand people. This was hundreds of thousands of people, right? That, I, mean, I see that crowd, and I'm like, I'm out. I am out. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I, it was interesting. It seemed like the tide turned though when Limp Biscuit was performing. That's when things were getting. I mean, I, but what see, do you expect? The, I don't, are, I don't feel like the tide turned. I just feel like it crested. This was okay. going to happen no matter who was playing. And if we're going to blame them and Fred Durst, then let's blame Red Hot Chili Peppers who started singing about fires when they were starting <laughs> fires or whatever. Like, yeah. get mad at them. They didn't even mention them. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. You cannot yeah. blame these people. F- uh, here, here. If You can blame Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit if every one of their shows ends in a riot. Does it? No. No. It absolutely does got, not. Yeah. They just got done performing at Lollapalooza. And it's fine. Like, it, but here you're like, oh, break stuff. Let's break stuff. And this time they decided, oh, we're going to break stuff because it's been three days and we don't have water. And this place sucks. We can't even take a shit outside of our hand. Yeah. Guess what they're oh. going to do. And it's 105 degrees or whatever. <laughs> On asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about that looked so awful. It's a great documentary. I just have yeah. a complete train wreck from the get-go. Like, you, even day one, it's like... Just setting the stage. I'm like, oh, the stages are so far apart from each other, like the second stage and whatever. Yeah. And just very quickly, like $3 waters and $10 pizzas. And this is back in 1999. Like $4 for a bottle of water, even now in 2021, is a lot of money. But back then, I don't like figuring in inflation. I would, I would guess that that would be the equivalent of what, like a $6 bottle of water at this point? At least. Oh my gosh. And we've got a bunch of, you know, young people that probably don't have that much money. And here they are being just siphoned by these capitalist pricks. Yeah. And, and then the, uh, organizers are like, well, you know, you're coming to a festival. You need to bring money. Yeah. Um, people we're are not gonna dying let you in with your, yeah, you're, we're not going to let you in with your own water or food. You have to buy it from us. I like, oh. I sincerely thought this was going to end with, here is the list of the names of the people that died. And there was going to be, there was, it was going to be like 25, 30 people at least. I can't believe it was only one. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people were hospitalized. Here's another, speaking of hospitalizations, Eugene, one time we went to a concert and it was Fear Factory and Slayer again at Nautica, same place we, uh, Vans mm-hmm. 97. Uh, that was just an evening show with just a couple of bands. How many people were hospitalized from that? That that was violent. That show was violent. We saw more than a few taken off in an ambulance. Let's do that for three days, day and night. Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable that these cocksuckers can sit there on this documentary and act like they were not culpable. I can't. Yeah. I, like, it was shocking. It, it, what? Well, I do didn't you, know that Fred Durst was going to start a riot. That's what he did. That's what he set out to do. I'm going to go yeah. sing my song that I sing every fucking night of the week. But tonight, no, no, we're going to start. That's the right. one. That's the one. Do, do you think that, um, what did you, like, I thought the the lineup of bands was great. I don't know if that fits, I don't know. I don't know if that fits Woodstock. It's like, you got Metallica, Megadeth, Rage Against the Machine. You got, I mean, you've got a lot of no, that doesn't metal fit. stuff. I'm like, no, it doesn't fit Woodstock, I guess. But, uh, I mean, I guess Jimi Hendrix is pretty hardcore for right the 60s yeah but even 94 i don't think 94 had the lineup like this did like no 94 seemed to like a very alternative kind of yeah uh, which this was metal which yeah you're gonna get a metal crowd like (laughs) rage against the machine 
Yeah. <laughs> and the machine is Woodstock. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a train wreck. I mean, that was I just I like I could not stop watching this thing because I'm like I know where this is going and all signs point to bad right from the get-go. Anyway, I was quite funny seeing people throw like at the end like they finally break break into the food stuff and they're throwing frozen pretzels and <laughs> it just like you get what you deserve there on that one. I thought that was pretty shocking too at the end when it's like they're breaking into those trailers and like wait a minute they had supplies. I thought they were like I, I, throughout most of it. I thought they were running out or low and oh no it's just sitting there. What did you expect was going to happen? It's like a total yeah. powder keg that they're like sitting around throwing matches at. Going, I can't believe this exploded. Can you believe it? I... Dumbasses. And I yeah. hope. I hope was they it... go and put on another Woodstock, and I hope not one ticket is sold. Oh, that would be great, yeah. Because it's not. It's I, I, Was this this documentary where Dave Mustaine, he uh, the the song that he sang, like the last song he sang or whatever, was Peace, Peace Sells, yeah. but he was buying. Let's, let's, like, uh, yeah, that's totally fits Let's blame that. him too, then. But they didn't say that. <clears throat> it was all Fred Durst. I'm like, what? And I'm not trying to, like, be ultra Fred Durst fan club or something, but... He just did what he does. I don't... Whatever. It's... Yeah. You shouldn't have booked the Limp Biscuit to begin with, right. if that's the case, or corn. or... If you're trying to be all peace, love, and but... harmony, these are not the bands for you. Yeah. I know. I will say, though, just watching bits and pieces of the perform- performances looked sick. Like, I just watching Limp Biscuit, I'm like, they were... They were on. Like, they oh, were yeah. awesome. Uh, but you got hundreds of thousands of, yeah, tired, thirsty hungover people on hot asphalt on day three. Yeah. I didn't like some of the narrative of the, uh, uh, some of the people there. I didn't like some of the narrative of, of, well, it's all angry white boys, angry, angry, angry white boys, angry, this angry, that it's like you booked bands that angry white boys that are going to draw. You think it's going to show up. I I just don't understand. I just don't understand why we didn't have more of a uh, mixed culture. Blah 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 blah. blah. Well, you booked bands of this. Uh, They were absolutely right though about uh, the white privilege of if this was at a hip hop concert and the all the cops showed up and it would not have been so peaceful. They're absolutely right about that. Uh, But yeah, who? This is the audience that you wanted to attract. Uh, Why are you shocked that they're here? And they're, they're, yeah. can you believe they're groping women's boobs that are crowds? Yeah, that's who you booked. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not defending their actions or saying it's okay, but you can't be, you, you can't, how do I put this? You, you can't book the insane clown posse and then be mad that a bunch of these fucking idiot clown posse people show up. That's who you booked. Yeah. Yeah. I will say back in the day when we, we were, Concert goers, we would hit the metal shows, but I have never, ever once have I groped hell no. inappropriate ever. I, I, never. Hell no, and I could I, uh, honestly tell you of a couple of times where we have uh, pulled people, uh, pulled dudes away from women. Like that's fuck off. That's not what this is about. Yeah, yeah. The majority of the metal community does not put up with these kinds of things, and yeah, I hate I agree. when they're painted that way because in reality, it's more like. They'll kick your ass for doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah. <laughs> it was... It was an experience. Quite the thing. Yeah. Yes, it was quite the oh, thing. Oh, I'm so glad that we didn't go, oh, my God. Oh, I'm me so too. Glad. Me just we, watching it, I'm honestly, like, oh. We would have left. 
We would have left after yeah. day one. We, we, would have, we would have spent the first night sleepless in some tent somewhere, and we would have been like, fuck this, we're out. And we would have gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm imagining that some of that sewage probably got to the tents. I don't know the, the proximity of the tents and the outhouses, but I would imagine that at some point, all of this waste that's overflowing and not being cleaned has to continue to be spread out. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> Oh, and nowhere to shower. I'm so. Oh no, you go shower in the community shower. Like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I, so weird. That's held up yeah. by two by fours. Okay, uh, something else. Uh, uh, um, you, Jungle Cruise. Uh, must we? Uh, yeah, why not? Right. Disney. Uh, so, wife really wanted to watch this, and so we did the thirty dollar deal. Uh, this is another one of the. COVID movies that got bumped uh, from its original release. Um, it's based off of the ride from Disney World. And it does a good job of tying in little bits of that of that corny ride. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, um, he's got the corny one-liners like the skippers or whatever on these boats do. Emily Blunt's on a mission to find uh, the... MacGuffin, the thing, there's a thing that you have to find and Pirates of the Caribbean creatures show up an hour in. Um, How can um, I live with yeah. it? <laughs> it's spend the day just to smell your breathing. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is in this one again. Um, a lot of Paul Giamatti oh my going God. on. Yeah, he's he's busy. Um, gunpowder, gunpowder jungle cruise. <laughs> oh, it, the first hour is um, it's weird. Like the first hour plays almost like the first hour of 1999's The Mummy. It, like there's very similar beats to it, and then the second hour plays very similar to. Pick one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. It's like literally like those are the two movies, like beginning of Mummy and climax of Pirates, one of the Pirates movies. Mush them together with The Rock. And that's Jungle Cruise. It's not bad. I mean, it's, I bet you would be mildly diverted by it if you like, and you like those movies. It's like that. It's got its funny bits. It's not boring. Even at two hours, I'm like, it's actually. It looks like a, it looks like a video game cutscene. Yeah. Yeah. Night number one. We actually, oh, of course, we had to watch it in two two parts. I fell fast asleep. Night number one. Then we finished it last <laughs> night. And I, I mean, if you want to know why the the um, undead creature things or whatever are back, because of MacGuffin thing that back. Where did they go? Well, the they were con- con- conquistadors that. Got sucked oh. into the jungle for reasons because of a stone gem emeraldy thing that Emily Blunt has, and now they're back. And they reminded me of the um, uh, Javier Bar uh, Javier Bardo Bardem. You said you said Bardem. Is it Bar- you said okay, it right. oh, okay. And then you I messed the right up three path. times afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. it's like his character in whichever Pirates of the Caribbean movie that one was, where he, him and his like half their heads are gone or something. Four. Maybe? I'm not sure. Is that the one with the mermaids? May we I don't just, know. We are we are literally breaking down movies based on rides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 
as my daughter is in Cedar Point today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So anyway, uh, coming soon, uh, a movie based on a Cedar Point ride, maybe? I don't know. Iron Dragon, the movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I go with the Raptor. Yeah. Let's take the Raptor. Yeah. Clever girl. So if, if once it's for free, I think that you should... It's harmless fun. I bet your boys would like it. I, I'll let you know what they think about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally don't... I, I, the Rock doesn't take his shirt off at all in this, which is surprising. Ugh. But he's, I, I am getting real tired of The Rock doing family-friendly stuff. Can you please yeah. just go do Terminator rated R stuff, yeah. please? Yeah, be Schwarzenegger for a little bit. Just a little, please. Yeah, yeah you, you give us little tastes every once in a while of, like, the rundown, but then you're wearing a tutu in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't like that. Disproportionate amount. I got to talk about a couple of movies real quick, and then we'll do Coming Soon and wrap up. Right. Unless you want another round, if you want to. That's no, I'm fine. good. Uh, The Last Mercenary is the latest film from Jean-Claude Van Damme, where he looks like skin that was pulled over Jean-Claude Van Damme's skeleton. <laughs> nah, he's getting up there, my man. Unwatchable. Awful. I stopped. I stopped. There was 40 minutes left. I couldn't, I could not bear it one more minute. Uh, Blood Red Sky. Finished that one. Did you really? Oh, nice. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Because <laughs> I was going to hit play on that next. Go for it. You might like... I, I, it's one where I have no idea if you'd like it or not. I, I don't think you would, but uh, it's not the god-awful garbage we've been watching, like uh, Gun Shake Milk Powder yeah. and uh, Jungle Shake Gun Cruise. Because, uh, <laughs> come on, you hated that movie. You just are being too polite to say so. I can tell. I can tell. I don't care. I don't care if, if your wife was into it. That's great. But you did not like that movie at all. No. Mm. Yep, that's a head shake. Uh, Blood Red Sky. Uh, I thought this was going to be... Uh, get these mother effing vampires off my mother effing plane, but it wasn't quite like that. Uh, there was a TV show that Guillermo del Toro kind of produced a while ago based on some books that I listened to the audiobooks of that I kind of enjoyed, and the show was okay. I can't remember what that was called. Damn it. Uh but it was about a plane that lands like in New York and everybody is dead and they don't know what to do. And then it turns out there was a vampire in the plane, yada, yada, turns into a whole series. It was quite a good show. I quite enjoyed it. I think you would enjoy that one as well. This is kind of a takeoff of that. But again, I thought it was going to be the snakes on a plane kind of thing. It was not that. It was a woman who is accidentally a vampire, doesn't want to be, and is trying to transfer her and her son to another location safely and the plane gets hijacked by assholes and shit goes from bad to worse along the way. So it's an interesting storyline, but it also kind of plays into that Guillermo del Toro book story. Uh, like it kind of rips it off a little bit. Uh, it, it, it goes on way too long. Uh, we could cut 15 minutes out of this movie pretty easily. Cause it's two hours, right? Yeah, we could have, could have, and it's, it's from some other country. Uh, so I, I, bad dubbing. Back to what you were saying. Bad dubbing. Everybody is talking weird and very straight and very American and it doesn't sound right and it looks goofy. So clearly it's from some, it's from some Stan, I'm sure. Uzbekas Khan is gunpowder Stan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
and I don't mean to knock, you know, the voice actors that were doing that. I'm sure they're doing the best they can, but it, it overall did not work for me. I would say maybe keep it in the queue, but I, I, the, I mean, the, the makeup effects were top notch. Uh, some of the story was interesting, but overall I just didn't, I just didn't care. I didn't dig it. And it was just say that you're the Arab hijacker of the, of the plane. I'm the Arab hijacker of the plane, but you're not really. We're blaming it on them stupid Arabs. Mm. Just, it didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like it. So overall, I'm going to give that one a thumbs down. I I feel like if they could have cut it down to like 80 minutes, then this would have been, might have been a a tight little roulette-y kind of thriller that might be worth checking out. The makeup effects were astounding, though. I will give them credit for that. The makeup effects were on point. But overall, just, eh. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to review? I don't think so. I'll wait till next episode. Fine. No, or actually, uh, actually, I, real quick here. X-Men Last Stand, part three, whatever. Let me just oh, okay. put, to, put to bed the first three X-Men movies. Um, hmm. Yeah. Very mediocre. Like... Oh, I remember the first time I saw this in the theater and my wife and I were like, this is the best one of the three. Easily. Mm-hmm. No. I, Magneto decides that, I, I guess that every every bad guy mutant in this has to look like Marilyn Manson. Like, they look stupid. Like, like so that's how you, I, I don't get that. Like that, maybe it was a product of its time, but I'm like, why do the Magneto people have to look like Marilyn Manson. Like, that's stupid. Uh, because Brett Ratner is directing yes, the films. exactly. Um, once again, Logan is the... made out to be a... I don't know. He's the he's the good guy. Um, it has some genuinely good mo- moments in it. it. It does. It's got a short runtime, which I liked. It's not an awful watch. It's one of those... It's a early morning treadmill. It's fine. It it does its thing. I mean, I I split this thing up into three or four parts to get it done. <laughs> uh, but well, you might have enjoyed it if you had used my commentary. <laughs> but uh, honestly, one of my biggest beefs with with the thing is just the way Magneto's crew looked, and, and he so quickly tosses away his sidekick, Blue Lady. Like, like uh, I think that Magneto is, I don't know. He's he struggles with with. The issues, like, I think that deep down he's a good guy, right? I mean, or maybe they paint him a little bit more good as Michael Fassbender's character, but I've always rooted for Magneto and his character arc. Uh, well, he he believes that he is the hero of his story, which makes the best villains. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, they're just, I don't know, a lot of characters are introduced and they're, they're almost tossed aside because they, there's not enough time to develop their characters, which is fine with me because I give me a short run time. Ben Foster's in it. He's cool. The wings. Eh, it's whatever. Two and a half. I gave it two and a half and I'm being, yeah, middle of the road. Yeah, that's generous. That was basically a two and a half minute version of my commentary that's an hour and a half if you would like yeah. to listen to it. Movie Freaks. <laughs> But yes, I very much agree with everything that you said. Juggernaut, bitch. Oh, stupid. Like, oh, when they said that, I'm like, that's stupid. 
Like, did I ever think that was cool or witty or funny? Probably. Yeah, yeah, you did at one point. Yeah. Right, right after you walked out of the theater. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Golden Gate Bridge is turning in the air. CGI something. Ugh. Awful, awful green screen. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. gr- blue screen. It didn't even look like green. Yeah. It looked like blue. It was in the... Oh. Yeah. Taking a little break from the X-Men movie. I'm going to watch the rest of them, but I'm like, okay, I got those three done. Let's just... (laughs) Hey, they get better from there. I know. It it goes up from there. Yeah. X-Men 3, the last gunpowder. Oh, Uh, yeah. Coming coming soon for me is I'm into the Fear Street movies. Uh, Well, I'm a half an hour into the first one. Already, it says 1994, but they're not playing music from 1994. They're playing a hell of a lot of music that, uh, that they opted and uh paid for but uh it's it's from after 1994 <laughs> i'm not really complaining because it's good music it's good music at the same yeah. time mm, i wasn't listening to that in middle school uh what else i got reviews coming for consenting adults Ooh, did you ever watch that no one? i have not that's woody harrelson no oh that's indecent proposal correct uh kevin klein oh and... yep yep i know which one you're talking about Wild movie. Whew. Uh, Blink of an Eye. Michael Perry. Never went to DVD, as far as I know, so that's a gem of my VHS collection. Probably a good reason it didn't. Uh, what else do I got coming soon? I'm kind of in a mood to clean up my Netflix queue. So that's kind of what I've been doing. That's why I've been watching these just terrible... Garbage. Jolt, shake, milk. Uh, over to you. What do you got coming soon? <laughs> uh, for me, I've got... Um, uh, which, which was one that I'm going to... Oh, Speed. I'm going to chime in on Speed next episode, hopefully. I have not seen that thing since possibly the VHS days. Oh. Yeah. What is wrong I, with I you? Know. I it's, I know. Same with Part 2, which... Well, part two is worth not watching since the VHS <laughs> days, but the first one I watched like every couple of years. Honestly, like I'm almost positive I have not seen that since the days of VHS. So there's that. Um, Shame. I know. Shame. Uh, Kingsman one and two. Um, why? I, I guess the new Kingsman's coming out. Yeah, the new. Yeah. So I'm going to watch that. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I'm going to give that one a rewatch. Uh, 4K. Um uh, family wants to watch uh, Pink Panther with um, Martin Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yep, watch that. Uh, and then of course uh, Suicide Squad. I've got that's to me worth fifteen dollars resubscribing to HBO Max right there. I can't wait yep, to watch. Me it. too. I'm I'm and then like you said, the kids can watch Space Jam, and I'll maybe watch Antonio Banderas do something for ninety minutes. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah. I watched the trailer and that was almost unbearable. So, <laughs> what do I know? I've 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 been watching so many shitty movies on Netflix that I, I I'm sick of watching movies. Like I'm ready to just. <sighs> Where's the video game? I need something. I need to kill something. I need to kill a Nazi. Yeah. You know, I'm there with you. Like after watching Woman in the Window, Things Seen and Heard, and Gun Jizz, and then Jolt, it's like I am. I am spent. I am spent on these <laughs> mid-budget, just HD garbage. shot on green screen stages. Like, but you got to admit that that Jolt was, uh, in my opinion, that was 
way better than, than way better. Yes, and the, even that gun, wasn't good. Gun fuck butthole whatever. <laughs> I God, that movie was bad. Yeah, but I mean, and even Jolt was not good. Yeah, I agree, not good. Yeah, but to to see a a movie that that's new that can still look like a movie and be good and entertaining and thrilling. That one with uh, Mrs. Fox that I reviewed. M. Fox, what's it called? Um, get out or break out or bust out or break free. Um, I want to break free. Oh, what is it called? You know, the... I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Break, uh, Miss Fox? Who's Miss Fox? Uh, Megan Fox? Yeah, that one. Oh, well, you said Miss Fox. I thought we were talking about an old lady. Um, um, till death. Megan Fox. Oh, till death, yeah. that's the one. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to break free or till death, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's been a day. This is a. <laughs> Wait, that's Armageddon. They're just words. That's Armageddon again. Just it's Arm- <laughs> there are no words. It's just it's just swooning. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Coiffed swooning hair. Ah, okay. It's time to wrap up. Right. We're we're running late here. Um. All right. I'll see you next time. All right. See ya. <laughs> for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.